you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Morning football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live here in New York City. It's Wednesday, December 14th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCordy. Guys, the day has come that we decided way back in August to lead our show with the Detroit Lions. Yay! We knew this was happening. We knew this day was coming. It's a Christmas Excited. miracle. Oh, I love that. A lot of it surrounds the NFC North. So let's just kick it off with a couple of those teams involved in that division. NFL Network has a huge Saturday show to oh, yeah. triple header this weekend. It starts with Colts Vikings at 1 p.m. Eastern. The Vikings win and they'll clinch the NFC North and a home playoff game. Here's what running back Dalvin Cook had to say about that possibility. He is the lead block. Lead block. Lead block. Yeah, that'd be big, you know. I got like we, we control everything we want to control. We just gotta go out there and do it. And you know, we know that it's no secret of you know what's out there for us. You know, we just can't keep talking about it. We gotta go get it done. So that's our mindset, you know. Everything's on the table for us. We know it. Let's go grind and do what we do to go get it. All right, so the Vikings are in the two seed. They are looking up at the Philadelphia Eagles, who have already clinched a playoff spot and, of course, home all the way through. They could do so, they being the Vikings, on Saturday with a win. Lurking in the ninth seed. You know, it feels more like, look out, here they come, not yeah, just sure. lurking for the Detroit Lions. They just beat Minnesota last weekend. They were favored at home. Thanks in part to this third and seven, nine-yard catch by Lions offensive tackle Pinay Sewell. Dan Campbell, what a play call. The head coach offered this stunning admission about said play call on the Pat McAfee show. So we're in that that situation, and the fans are doing the wave around the stadium, and so I'm just watching, and I hear Ben Johnson's like, hey, coach, you want to – and, and I'm just – I'm so focused on the wave, and I said, yeah, that's fine. And I look up, and we're throwing it to Panay, and I'm like, what the f*** are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so said it was fine, so, but it worked out great. I bet that's exactly how that happened. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Panay Sewell just making a case for the big guys 
making huge game-deciding play calls, catches, being a part of the offense. The Lions now sit at 6-7. and seven. They're the nine seed, yep. but there's a feeling about them yep. and their presence, perhaps, within the playoffs. Can they make a serious playoff runs, Peter? Yeah, look, we like to go through the schedule and see who they got. I just like watching <laughs> the Lions. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... I, there is no more entertaining team in football right now yeah. than the Detroit Lions. Put that on the big font on Instagram from NFL. What's entertaining? December 14th. The most entertaining team in the NFL right now are the Detroit Lions. Peter Schrager. <laughs> it's no, no Instagram, so someone else gets tagged. <laughs> Instagram list. Um, Instagram list, no tag. And the reason why, it's because of the great players and the great head coach, but the sneaky ninja in all this thing mm. is offensive coordinator Ben Johnson. He's 36 years old. Mm-hmm. He's the OC, and Dan Campbell well, had to make a decision. What am I going to do? He elevated him to offensive coordinator this season. NFL coaching experience was with Dan Campbell when Dan Campbell was in Miami. All right, And on that Miami staff, when Dan Campbell was the interim coach and it was Joe Philbin, was also a guy named Zach Taylor. Mm. Zach Taylor has tried poaching Ben Johnson to the Bengals staff year after year after year, and Dan Campbell continues to elevate Ben Johnson. It's almost like an arms race for Ben Johnson. Here's a quote from Zach Taylor at the Super Bowl. I know it's smaller font, so let me read it for you. That's probably why he promoted him, because he knows he's got one of the best young coaches in the league right there on his staff. Why not promote him and help him call this offense? So really happy for Ben. I think it's a great move by Dan. He's going to continue to grow with the experiences that comes along like we all have. Page two of the Zach Taylor quote on Ben Johnson. But again, I can't say enough positive things about Ben Johnson and the role he's going to have there in Detroit. That's from 2022. That's from the Super Bowl. The local media in Detroit were asking Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach who was in the Super Bowl, tell us about this Ben Johnson. And Zach Taylor like stopped everything about Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and did a you know three-minute soliloquy on Ben Johnson. I couldn't wait to do it. Yeah, I, he was ready to go. I'd love to talk about anything. This is how we're starting the show, Ben Johnson talk, because yeah. I think he's going to be a head coach next year. This offense is too good, too dynamic. He's going to interview with all of them. And I think he's playing a little loosey-goosey, and this is so fun to see if you're a Lions fan. Can they make the playoffs? Yeah, they can make the playoffs. They're a few games out. They've got to win a few games. Will they? I don't know. We're going to have to see how it goes. But I I do think that when Minnesota is going this way, Detroit's going this way, Green Bay and Chicago are kind of right here. I I think Detroit's going to be the hottest team coming down the stretch. You're not going to want to face them either in December or in January, and they might end up in the wild card round. Yeah, to piggyback what you said, they're so fun to watch. And I think that's what we get as fans. They're entertaining when you put the television on and you see these guys bouncing around, having a good time. And it starts with the head coach, Dan Campbell. But it now has overflowed into the players. They're out there. They're celebrating. Aiden Hutchinson is dancing. He showed that Michael Jackson clips early on in the preseason in hard knocks. And do they have a chance? Of course. They're not mathematically eliminated. So there's no way we can sit here and say, no, the Detroit Lions aren't going to make it. They dug themselves in a hole starting one and six. One and six. But at the same time, the playoffs have changed in the NFL. There's now an extra team that is available in order to do so, they're probably going to have to win out their last four games, starting with the New York Jets this weekend. But we've seen comeback stories. J-Lo, Ben Affleck are together oh, after good. a long time. You guys remember a guy, Dave Chappelle. We watched him walk away from yep. so much money with his comedy show. This guy's back on top. The Detroit Lions, one and six. You finish out this season, win nine out of your last ten games. If they win these last four, it's a tough feat. But if they do that, I think they have a great chance at being in the playoffs. 
loss. And I know somebody at this table is going to probably ruin it and say, no, no, no. But, hey, I have some faith in the Lions. I don't know. I, I think, think we're all flying high in the Lions. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's, it's really intoxicating. Fun. It feels good to talk about. Is it going to happen? <laughs> like, we can sit here and just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is this going to happen? There's a chance. What's it going to take? All right. So let's respect the league and the history and what we got going here. Since 1990, when the playoff field expanded, mm -hmm. I'm going to go around the table. I want you guys to say, guess. I have the number right here. Mm -hmm. How, the Lions started 1-6 this year. How many 1-6 teams started 1-6 went on to make the playoffs since 1990? Jason McCourty, you played the game. What do you think? How many? I have the number here. I'm, I'm going to go Get in. maybe two. We almost did it. Started 0-6 okay. Didn't, Didn't, <laughs> Didn't do it. Two. Didn't do it. How many teams since 1992? Is, is Chargers started 0-4 one year with mm -hmm. Seau and then went to the That's playoffs. Tough. I'm going to say... Zero, but I'm Zero. also going to say with an asterisk on this uh -huh. that now we've got another team in the playoffs since then. So we've okay. added another team. So that might be a little... Peter says zero. Jamie, what do you got? <laughs> Peter goes with like actual like memory bank. I just like to guess these numbers willy-nilly. I'm, I'm just going to go a single team has done it. Okay. Single. Since 1990, teams that have started zero, one one and two. the amount of teams that have made the playoffs, zero. Yeah. It's zero. One and five's been done a bunch of times. Alex Smith did it with the Chiefs and the Washington football team. <laughs> Andrew Lux last season with the Colts, they started one and five. Hmm. One and six has not happened. It wow. It doesn't happen. It is too difficult to overcome. In fact, you want to give people the thing further back? How many teams ever have done it since the merger? They have one team ever has started one and six since the merger. And there is Sam Weish on the Cincinnati Bengals in wow. 1970. Sam Weish played quarterback yes, for he the did. Bengals. Yes, he did. Understand this, guys. This was the first year that the AFL and NFL came together. Yes, exactly. Paul Brown's there, and they were expected to get crushed by Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And they started one and six, and then they made the playoffs. And then they got destroyed in the playoffs, but that's not the point. This is what Dan Campbell is trying to do. This this long it's and it's right there and now we love what we're doing we love all these Virgil Carter. that that team that's that the afc central division running the west coast so i don't we love the old stuff my point is like it's a tall order all yeah. right you and we haven't done the remaining schedule yet but it's a tall order they got they have to i think they have to win out because they have to get to nine yeah. and eight and to realistically do this thing things happen there's been some brilliant one in six look years. at that slate though I know. all right you want to handicap that slate jamie you want to do it are you well, into this, into this no slate? you go ahead all right, so the Jets, I think this is a massive one. I yep. think the next two games are going to decide it. I'll tell you why. Packers, last, last week of the season, very well maybe playing Jordan Love. Who the hell knows? Bears, different deal going on. I think the next two weeks will decide it. You beat Jets yeah. and Carolina, I think you can go to the playoffs. It's a two-game two stretch, though, of two other teams that are thirsty as hell. Tomorrow we'll probably start the show with the Carolina Panthers. That's my thing. And the Seahawks above them, their next two games are the 49ers and the Chiefs. Mm. So there's some, like, they're kind of yep. lurking right there. Because There's a lot of teams. things to like about it. Yeah. History says it is almost Very impossible. true. Almost. Here's Very the thing true. about this Lions team, though, this year, is that those other 1-5, and 1-6 and six teams, I have a gut feeling that the way they started the season, let's say, they weren't scoring points. Maybe they got shut out a couple times. This Lions team has been scoring. They just got beat. Like, the one that always stands out on my 48-45. Mm, like, yeah. if you can score 45 points and you lost, I still think there's something to write home about. And that happened to the Lions earlier this season. Now they're scoring points and their defense has picked up. And a lot of that has to do with Dan Campbell. I was thinking about what Kyle said the other day about the Eagles. And you're really trying to find something that could be, like, a tiniest of Achilles heel with the Eagles. Sure. Maybe it's the, quote-unquote, lack of experience Nick Sirianni has right. as a head coach. Then I consider Dan Campbell. You know, he's he's got this shtick, and people kind of just clicked into it with hard knocks. And they're like, is it sustainable? Well, we've heard from several of his players, including Jared Goff, this is just who he is. This is his game plan. This is his MO. This is how he lives his life. We're talking about his Metallica quotes and his mm -hmm. pregame speeches and saying, man, every other word. That's fine. They've accepted it. They're embracing it.
He's been down the stretch when he was a player, when he was with the Giants, the Cowboys, 10 win teams, 12 wins teams. Mm -hmm. He's been to the Super Bowl with the Giants. When he was a coach under Sean Payton, he has been to NFC divisional games. He's almost made it to a Super Bowl as a head coach. Four years in a row, they won that division when he was an assistant head coach under Sean Payton. So it's not like down the stretch he's going to say, whoa, whoa, I've never I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. All my speeches are back in September. No, mm -hmm. this is like when he, I think, when he is really going to rise to the occasion because he is coaching in games that matter, which he has played in and mm. done before. Mm. I think he is truly the, the difference maker. He has lived the football life. He has. And we all want it. The December League meeting is taking place in Irving, Texas, as we send it out to our own Judy Batista, Ian Rapport, and Tom Pelissero. Those three are there covering everything for us. Judy, please kick it off. What do we need to know this morning from Texas? Well, yesterday, they spent most of the time in what is called an accelerator program for GM candidates. That is for people of color and women who are on the GM track. It actually ended with a uh, get-together with owners. The whole point is to get these candidates in front of owners. But before that get-together, we talked to, Tom and I talked to Troy Vincent, who is the league's top executive, who is overseeing all of these hiring initiatives. And he talked about the potential coaching candidates for this year. You have to start with Leslie Frazier. I mean, just the success that the Buffalo Bills have had. Eric Bieniemy. we can't have this conversation about the success of an organization, the success of an individual who arguably is the best player in our game, and not talk about Eric Bieniemy. No one has produced more head coaches in the last decade than Andy Reid. We talk about D'Amico Ryan, the success that they're having in San Francisco. The college ranks, I just have to, and it's important that I, I mention the college coach. When you talk about James Franklin, you know, David Shaw, but I'm going to specifically talk about James Franklin and Mike Loxley. These men have done extraordinary jobs at these institutions. So that was Troy Vincent ticking off um, the top uh, minority candidates for however many head coaching inter uh, openings there will be this year, guys. Uh, again, they spent the day yesterday talking with GM candidates. Um, coaches and, are a little busy. Oh, right. Coaches are a little right. occupied right now. But the GM candidates went through sessions, sort of getting them ready for interviews and, again, getting them in front of owners. And uh, I wonder what you thought about the list that Troy ticked off. And, also, we asked him how many openings he thinks there's going to be, and that was interesting, too. A low number of openings, Not many. potentially. Yeah. He also circled back and mentioned Steve Wilkes, who's done a phenomenal job so far in Carolina. That team at 4-4 four and four under Wilkes, when they traded away arguably one of the best players in the NFL in Christian McCaffrey, traded away one of their wide receivers around their third different quarterback, continuing to have success. We've seen, certainly, progress in terms of the diversity of the general manager mm -hmm. hires over the past couple of years, but Ian, the head coaching hires remains a very sensitive issue for the ownership here and ever, all eyes are going to be on this as we get into this cycle. Yeah, sensitive issue, an important issue. As far as the list that Troy Vincent presented, I, I would say, you know, from from the people I've spoken with and, and some who either have hirings or have openings or could potentially have openings, Leslie Frazier certainly expected behind those. Derek B. Enemy, of course, seems every year has had an interview, has not quite gotten that breakthrough. The one thing I would note, guys, is the you had the Matt Rule situation in Carolina. It does not seem like the league has a full appetite for a college coach again. I'm not sure that would be kind of the road to go down, but uh, I would echo what, what Troy Vincent kind of told you guys is that I don't expect a, a huge 
amount of openings, and it does seem like there are some top-end candidates, minority candidates, to fill some of those. So obviously, we'll see. And the you know importance of it is as high as it really has, has ever been for the league. And certainly, D'Amico Ryan's his name that's on right. everybody's mind as we go that's into right, this cycle. Had a very good interview last year with the Vikings. They wanted to bring him back for a second interview. He decided something that coaches never say, which is, "I'm not ready. Yeah. I need a little bit more time to develop here." Goes back to San Francisco. Obviously, a ton of success. I absolutely expect he's going to be one of the in-demand candidates. I suspect we're going to be hearing even more today about uh, candidates, the GM and head coaching candidates. As Ian said, this is a highly sensitive issue for the NFL. Troy has been very candid in the past about his disappointment uh, with the head coaching hires. There's a real emphasis on it again this year, guys. Well, those three units in particular of those names mentioned, the Bills defense, the 49ers defense, the Chiefs offense, you can't go wrong with the way that those units are Mm -hmm. performing so far this season and in years past. Guys, thanks so much. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Enjoy Texas and the wonderful hallway that you sit Mm -hmm. amongst the Christmas trees. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We've got a great whiteboard Wednesday headed your way, so let's just jump right into it. After getting a huge win over the Vikings last week, Lions left tackle Taylor Decker told reporters they've got to keep the momentum going and that they, quote, can't afford to lay an egg. Peter, the team that can't afford to lay an egg heading into Week 15 is? A great Sunday night if you're a Chargers fan. You know, everyone's watching this this Tua-Herbert debate. Herbert wins hands down, and it's like, all right, we're in this playoff situation. We got this big win at home. Don't lose to the Titans this weekend. I'm going with the Chargers. Don't go lose to the Titans, who have lost three straight games and are coming out to your building. Well, they sort of have to, Peter. If the script was written before the season, yes, they would lose this game. the Titans, too. It's like a perfect matchup. Right? Like, Titans are coming in rudderless. They yeah. fired their GM. Yeah. They lost yeah. three straight. In, in classic, if you're going to go by the books of how the... This, this is how this goes. The 2002 to 2022 Chargers franchise, they lose this game. Mm-hmm. I would put everything in the world saying, yes, the Chargers... 
If they're a different Chargers team, they win this game. Let's go. You got Mike Williams back. You got Keenan Allen back. Please don't lose to the Titans at home. <laughs> Please. I, I, I spent all Monday morning raving about how good the Chargers were. Don't do this to me. Um, uh, 26-10 Titans. How about that? I, 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 how are you going to feel about that? Three picks. <laughs> We're laughing. Don't do it. You better do it. Chargers, I've been there. I know. You're bothered. Save this clip, please. Uh, I, I'm going with who day. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow has them rolling right now. Five in a row. They're taking on the Buccaneers team that is desperate to try to get a win. But for Cincinnati, you are rolling. Keep this momentum going into the playoffs. The Ravens are playing without Lamar Jackson. It's a great opportunity to try to overtake them and get a home playoff game. Keep things rolling, Cincinnati. Keep winning games. Okay. The AFC is packed, guys. How about these? Saturday night, NFL mm. Network, the number one seed, question mark? Not bad. Not bad. The, the Bills really logo, not bad. If you lose this game at home to the Dolphins, it opens up a lot of stuff you don't want to talk about. Yeah. The whole Dolphins weather thing is nonsense. The whole Bills offense isn't as good as it needs to be. Nonsense isn't nonsense. Win this game. Take care of business. This is a huge stretch game at home. You want to go to Arrowhead in January? I know you don't. You want to come here. Mm-hmm. Keep your foot on the gas, my friends. Mm-hmm. Trust me. All right, so the holidays are almost here. They're upon us. And holidays come with a lot of hot takes. A.J. Dillon is getting this debate started by tweeting... Let's debate this. Polar Express is not in the top three Christmas movies. He's got Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, and The Santa Claus. Jason, the beloved holiday movie that you sneaky hate yeah. mm, is sure. out on it. Home Alone is like in its in its own class. Yes. Home Alone one and two, three was okay too, but Home Alone one and two. But I am going with Nightmare Before Christmas. Interesting. Mm. My oldest daughter loves this movie. Always wants to watch it, and I never got an understanding of it. They're walking around. Jack has a pumpkin as a head. There's skeletons. There's people sold together. There's Halloween Town, and he wants to be Santa. I'm just like what. What in the world is going on? I don't want to have a nightmare when we're talking about Christmas. I want to be Santa Claus. I want it to be festive. I want it to be happy. So I do not want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Can I, can I tell you, there's like a Kirk Cousins thing, like Tim Burton in primetime. Mm. Like he's like one for his last 15. It's, it's rough. It was like Big Fish and then like, what are we, Beetlejuice? Like Burton, creative guy. The Wonka thing didn't do it for you? Johnny Depp, very spooky. He was playing Michael Jackson. It was a little weird. Jamie, what do you got? Well, I finally found the thing that Jalen Hurts and I have in common. So Hurts is sitting on the bench, and those guys are yucking it up about Christmas vacation. And Jalen Hurts and I don't like Christmas vacation. Oh, you just said lies he's from it. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> so he's sitting there, and he's just keeping a straight face because I think they're quoting the movie, and it's how I feel when people quote Christmas vacation because that movie drives me crazy. Why? Okay. I don't like it. That line of humor, kind of like Mr. Bean, just doesn't play. It doesn't play. And I know you two across the table are going to come at me just about that. I respect your opinion. Jamie. I don't like it. I'm not a huge fan. Um, I'm going to find good heat for this, but I don't No, no, no. A C- couple things. That's my favorite Christmas movie, but it's a little bit weird. When you know that also the director had to quit the movie because he hated Chevy Chase so much, that's a fact. It's Chris Columbus. He went on to direct Home Alone. Mm. Also, the fact that Clark is in the department store shopping with his wife and children and just ogling the lingerie lady right in front of his son <laughs> yep. is not cool. Like, that's a married man. Like, there's a lot of weird things with that movie. And then there's this one. You want to ruffle some feathers. Um, I can't get to It's a Wonderful Life. I just can't. Watched this recently for the first time, okay? And you understand <laughs> It's, it's, you understand its, it's, its significance in, in, the, in the canon and the... And the, the, the this movie is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I have not seen it in 20 years. It, I've never seen it. And it's not because it's black and white. Understand, in, in the first 
act of the movie. The guy saves his brother from drowning, goes deaf in his ear in the process. That's like a morbid start. Then he's working for this pharmacist whose son just died and he's miserable and then almost kills someone by poisoning them. I'm like, Christmas? Can we get Christmas with the cranks on or something? Give me that. It's, it's awful. And it's, it's awful. Listen, it's very old and I know it's very special to like my grandparents' generation. It ain't for me. If you like It's a Wonderful Life, I'm sure you've had one. And I really do. For me, I feel like I spent my entire life watching it. Fell asleep. I woke up. It's like watching like the Masters. You're like, wow, this, oh. is, this guy's on 17. He's still playing. It was still going on. I'm completely out on it. And I understand generationally someday that my grandkids are going to turn on like Elf and they're going to be like, why is he screaming? It's oh, so annoying. Terrible. Generationally, I can't get to It's a Wonderful Life. I just can't. I'm with you. Um, I love you, Nana. All right. This is more... I can't do the Die Hard thing again. Like this, I'm putting an end to it. It's annoying. By that I mean, Please is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It, it takes place on Christmas. It came out in the summer. It is an action film. This becomes sports radio fodder year so after loud. year after year. If you are the, the, the replacement guy on the sports radio show because the host <laughs> took Christmas Day off and you just want to roll the ball out and play, just say Die Hard is a Christmas movie or Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie and open up the phone lines. I'm just tired of it. Every year this becomes a thing right around now. The answer is... I don't care. Mm. It doesn't matter. I enjoy Die Hard the film. Mm. Do you care that Bruce Willis came out and said it is not a don't Christmas care. that it doesn't care that matter to you? Don't care. Don't, 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 I'm upset that they even bothered Bruce Willis with the question. We decided to not call Brock Purdy Mr. Relevant anymore. Right. Are we now going to decide that we will not discuss is Die Hard a holiday we movie never or not? Will. It's I just won't be. agreed. Yeah, okay. and by the way, if we have a guest on who brings it up, like, we're cutting it. That's You're it. off. Yeah. You're Last, next, off. I don't care if it's Tom Brady. If he says, what do you guys think about it? Out, bye, yeah, Tom. See you, you will hear it. Yeah. I, I promise you, coming. you will hear it in the it's next 30 days. We've got a lot of rules and regulations on Gomery Football. I like it. We have a standard. A realistic I standard. Do what we want. What's up? It is time for What's Your Beef, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Eagles cornerback, don't call me Darius, just slay, said that Jalen Hurst's three-yard pass to Quez Watkins was the most impressive pass he had seen him make. Slay said Hurts is so good that if he switched from corner to wide receiver, he would easily pick up 1,500, mm-hmm. 1,500, not 1,500, 1,500 mm-hmm. yards. Mm-hmm. That got me thinking. Defensive guys playing on the offensive side of the ball, making that switch. And I'm not talking about the defensive linemen that go over there, play fullback, just run over somebody, block, or get a handoff, go one yard into the end zone, catch a pass in the flat. Not the linebackers or the defensive linemen lining up at tight end, catching a five-yard pass from the quarterback. No, I'm talking about the athletes, the guys that are out there in the open field making plays and moving people out of the way. Let's go and take a stroll through history. The defensive guys, the DBs, when they've lined up on the offensive side at receiver and the backfield all over the place. We got. We're going to start with Marcus Jones in okay. New England. This guy coming out of college, dynamic, third-round pick out of Houston. So far this season, he has a receiving touchdown, a punt return touchdown, and an interception. This is a guy, no one has done that in the Super Bowl era. Only one other guy. That guy's name is Deion Sanders. This guy is finding a way. They're using him on offense even more as the season goes. Let's go back to the guy I mentioned first. Let's go. Patrick Peterson. And Arizona Cardinals, this guy got the ball. He even threw a pass. He's a two-time 
All-Pro, eight-time Pro Bowler, probably the most athletic cornerback playing the game during the 2010s. Whenever he got the ball in his hands, he made a play, catching the ball out in the flats, <laughs> making people awesome. miss, just cruising into the end zone. Patrick Peterson has been a monster when he's lined up on the offensive side of the ball and has been fun to watch. This guy has a 16-yard completion where he got the ball on a reverse, took on the other side of the field, got the ball, and then threw a ball. Patrick Peterson, amazing to watch. The next guy, Roland Bailey. Roland Bailey. Everybody's like, who is Roland, Roland Bailey? Bailey? No, that is Champ ah, Bailey. No. Champ. This guy played on the offensive side of the ball, catching passes and picking up big yards. Averaged 22 yards a catch. Every time he touched it, it was going to be a big play. Did this at Georgia. Look at this move. Got oh. into the NFL and was still making plays on the offensive side of the ball. A Hall of Fame DB, but also lined up on the offensive side and made people miss and made plays down the field. And then obviously, get to the GOAT. You have to save the best for last. Come on, baby. Dion Neon, oh, prime Atlanta. time Sanders. You can also call him Coach Prime. 60 receptions, over 700 receiving yards. This guy was a defensive player of the year. A Hall of Famer. He brings his Louis luggage with him everywhere he goes. Scored touchdowns, danced in the end zone, and now showing up to Colorado. And he is bringing his Louis luggage with him. Primetime letting you know, now I am here. This guy set the stage for all people that came after. Mm. Guys. DBs can do it all. They say, hey, they're playing defensive back because they can't catch. No, there are some guys that can catch, can make moves, and can get it done on the offensive side of the ball. So, Slay, if you want to play some offense, Nick Sirianni, line him up in the slot, give him a reverse, throw him a bubble screen, let him do his thing. Deion Sanders, they play against Dallas, they play against Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders goes out wide, one catch, 47 yards in the Super Bowl. Deion yeah, Super Sanders. Bowl. He had 60 catches. No moments too big. They had a whole commercial. He and Jerry Jones were in together about how he was going to play both. And he's like, offense or defense, Deion? Deion? And Dion goes, both. 15, 20 million, both. It's a great commercial. You can YouTube it right now. It's awesome. Um, Jay, what about you? You have oh. a lineup? Oh, the one thing about all those guys, it mm. was like Pro Bowls, All oh. Pros, Hall of Famers, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm a broadcaster. Oh. And a Super Bowl champion. Yeah. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Hey, more Gordon Morning Football coming your way. We're going to talk Tua, Josh Allen, all the games this weekend. Weather talk coming up, too. Weather Let's talk. go. Flurries? Um, You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's a great lineup of games on Saturday that you can see right here on NFL oh. Network. Talked a lot about the Bills in the last block and as it pertains to teams not letting their foot off the gas yeah. pedal. Yeah. How badly did the Dolphins need to put their foot on their gas pedal? Mm. Big time. Where is their gas pedal? Yeah, it, it, it's still there, but they need to find a way to in there reaching for it. Mm-hmm. You got to get the foot. They, they got to pick it up. This is a big game on Saturday for mm-hmm. them. You would lose three in a row. The Bills would win five in a row. Like it's And also, the Dolphins winning this game would flip the table. That is a big, big yeah. game. Huge. Let's hang there, shall we? All right, so that lineup on Saturday I mentioned is all we have our sights set on. It's right here on NFL Network, an exclusive triple header. Colts-Vikings, 1 p.m. Eastern. I'll be there for the pregame show in Minnesota. Ravens-Browns at four, and then Dolphins-Bills is a massive divisional showdown. Peter Schrager will be on the sideline. Jason McCordy will be in the booth for the radio. That's your nightcap. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday showdown triple header right here on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. So, Saturday evening, you have lost your remote controller. You are Your eyeballs are pinned open to watch Bills-Dolphins. Oh, yeah. And here's why, because the AFC playoff picture is... It's intense, and it's impactful as it pertains to home field advantage through the playoffs. But put your eyes right there in the middle of the wild card spot. Bengals look great, and the Dolphins, honestly, they have their grip feels like it's loosening a little bit mm. in that second wild card spot as they travel to Buffalo, a team in which they beat at home in September. It's a massive game on Saturday night. One with playoff implications and a game in which Tua Tungavailoa is looking mm. to bounce back yeah. after, as Kyle mentioned, two poor showings. Jason, what do you have your eyes on? For this one. The Dolphins have struggled the last two weeks, and you just said that. They need to find that gas pedal and put their foot on it. But there's a guy on our roster who has not struggled over the last two weeks. His name is Tyreek Hill. This guy in the last two weeks, they haven't won these games, and it's been a little ugly for them. Tyreek Hill in the last two games, 13 receptions, 227 yards, and two touchdowns. He got banged up in his game, an ankle injury. Now, it doesn't include his 50-yard his 50-yard fumble recovery, play. taking it for yeah. a touchdown, keeping these guys in the game. And he had an ankle injury in that game. So I want to see what he's able to do this week. And he also talked about this week, he said, hey, like I knew I was out of Kansas City last year. He said, I wasn't getting enough targets. And I would leave games, and my agent and I would be pissed off. And I'm like, I need to get the ball more. And he talked about his time in Kansas City and how much he likes those guys and it's all love. And he said, but we also may see them this season. And if we do... It is showtime, he said. They better have two people on me. That's all I know. The cheetah will be arriving. Well, if he's talking about going against the Kansas City Chiefs this season, then Saturday night I need to see something from him and this Miami Dolphins offense. Because in order to see the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, they're going to have to pick it up. They're going to have to show up Saturday night versus Buffalo versus Buffalo in this cold, cold temperature and be able to make plays because Kansas City sitting there in the number two spot. They're going to be there in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins right now are kind of mm-hmm. going the wrong way. So Tyreek Hill, I'll be watching him and see what he does. A Bill killer, too. Just a yes. Bill mm-hmm. killer. He's been there. He's done it. Look out for that, man. Yeah. Just call him Tyreek Cheetah's Hill. Cheetah's arriving. Um, 
Tua, 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 Tua. Big, big Saturday night for Tua Tonga-Vailoa. And you know what, Jason? You said something about temperature. Well, step into my office. Mm. I wish I had a little green screen to stand in front of. Here's the facts. Here's my research. Today, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, okay. 68 degrees. Nice December uh, Wednesday. Today, in Honolulu, Hawaii, <laughs> where uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa went to high school, 80 degrees and sunny. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Today, <laughs> Buffalo, New York, 21 degrees, precipitation is coming, the temperature is dropping. Can Tua do this? Now, it's not just wild conjecture to say, yeah, but he's from Hawaii, can he play in the cold? We looked. Tua starts in the coldest temperatures of his brief NFL career, 35, 36, and a balmy 45, lost them all. Lost them all, didn't play well in them. He's got two touchdowns of four interceptions. One of them is at Buffalo, and these games are going to be significantly warmer than the one this weekend is going to be, and it's a night game, so it's going to drop. Show us something. We love the weather angle here because, honestly, it's funny and kind of silly, but also really? it calls into question somebody's toughness, someone's uh, experience. Like, if Tua goes out there and doesn't look great again and it's cold and they're doing the hand warmer cam on the sideline, and Peter, are you going to be on hand warmer cam detail you're gonna be working I'm this gonna game. be working that sideline and i will be on the miami dolphin sideline that's so a, that's a fact watching, yeah i'll be watching Tua closely and seeing how they're doing honestly so this is a real story a, though right of it's a story how line. are you gonna cover that of course it's a storyline how are they using the heaters they use the heaters in, in la against the chargers like, are they gonna 55 degree weather are they gonna use it here and i go back to that game that you mentioned at the top of that graphic and it mm -hmm. was the final week of 2020 and the dolphins still had a chance at the playoffs and they were going into buffalo and the weather was only 35 degrees the Bills won that game 56-26, to 26, playing a bunch of back. Isaiah McKenzie had three touchdowns in the first, oh, yeah. first half. Like, this game right here, to me, was alarming if you're a Tua fan Josh because Moore. they needed this game, and it was a big spot. There were no fans in the crowd because it was the COVID season, and Tua laid an egg. It was probably his worst performance as an NFL quarterback, yeah. and it was in the biggest of games. Um, this worries me a little bit because they've now lost two straight games. They lost on Sunday to the Chargers, all right? You look at this playoff picture right here. They're in the middle row here. Yeah. And Miami is now firmly in that playoff spot, the sixth seed. You know what? They lose to the Chargers. Chargers win. Chargers have the tiebreaker over them. Chargers are 8-6 and six and Miami's 8-6. and six. Sorry, mm -hmm. Miami. If the Jets beat the Lions, the Jets beat the Dolphins earlier this year. The Jets are in the playoffs. The Dolphins are out. The Dolphins would be out of the playoffs if they lose this game. That's after... Three months of us breathlessly talking about the Dolphins. Right. They never Tua. lose a game that Tua starts. Oh, yeah. Tua, so this, this yeah, is yeah. how quick the league MVP. can turn. And my last thing, Jamie, we're going we're gonna to just hit this real one more time is the weather, all right? We've got a guy, and he's my friend, Patrick Hammer. He is the chief meteorologist at WGRZ in Buffalo. He watches Pat the Hammer? show. Pat Hammer. We talk. He knows Will Silva from their Atlanta days. They cool. work together in the same newsroom. What's the Hammer got? Pat tells me this. On Saturday, lake effect snow is going to be heading from Buffalo and then Saturday. <laughs> Out towards the stadium as the day goes right. For the game itself, there is a chance of steady snow with it possibly becoming heavy right when kickoff starts. Temperatures in the 20 with gusty 30-mile-per-hour winds. Remember, lake effect snow. Those bands, they're only about 20 miles wide, so it doesn't take much for the snow. And then out, and it comes a short distance away, and whoof, I think we're going to have some real weather. And Patrick Hammer's my guy, and he knows locally in Buffalo that as kickoff starts, we're talking snow, we're talking wind, dolphins, it's very cliche to say the Dolphins can't win in cold weather. Uh -huh. Prove us wrong. Ah. Weather Twitter is a big community. Oh, massive. Right? They, they really appreciate it when we talk about Weather Twitter on Good Morning Football. <laughs> so I'm just so glad you two have leaned into it. Sure. Coming up on Good Morning Football, more weather talk. No, the commanders are still very much alive in the NFC playoff race. Defensive tackle Deron Payne joins us to preview their Sunday night matchup against the Giants. That game got flexed. It's important. 
Command. It was a tie two weeks oh. ago. Lots Why am I having trouble it? looking at the Giants? It's hurting my eyes. I, it, this, they got away from us. They went where we can't, but they're still alive. Turn this thing around. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.